0: Today on Recur Now, WeWork is back in the spotlight, revisiting what it means to be a tech company. Plus, HubSpot's chief people officer drops some weekend wisdom. From ProfitWells Boston HQ, it is Friday, September
1: 6th. I'm Abby Sullivan. And I'm Grace Gagnon. It's a beautiful day to subscribe. Up first, your recurring revenue headlines with Grace. A roundup on all the new reveals here at ProfitWell, a tweet by Heaton Shaw that leaves us wanting more, and missed inbound 2019? No worries, we'll recap. We're breaking down today's top subscription news. In case you didn't hear, we made some exciting announcements on Wednesday. Our mobile app is available now, so you can take your metrics on the go. We also have a new product, Benchmarks, showing you exactly how your metrics stack up against the largest subscription dataset in the universe. And we're integrating with chargeify and Recharge Payments. Welcome to the fam, guys. Learning about the sub-universe is easier than ever with Recur Network, the first media network dedicated specifically to the subscription economy. We're not the only ones working on something exciting, so it seems. We spotted a tweet by Heaton Shaw, founder of Product Habits, that reads, I'm working on a product that I really want to see exist. Something I need for my own businesses that we're building internally because what's out there just isn't quite right. It's taking a lot of self-control for me to show, not tell. Nothing to show yet. More coming soon. I'm on the edge of my seat. And I'm dealing with some inbound FOMO over here. Attendees got to hear from some big names on Thursday, including 13 Going On 30 actress Jennifer Gardner, John Foraker, CEO of Once Upon a Farm, legendary journalist Katie Couric, and comedians Chelsea Handler and Jabuki Young White. I am so wishing I could be there to hashtag grow better too. And now back to Abby to go deep on what it means to be a tech company. WeWork is back in the limelight with
0: its parent company weighing a dramatic reduction in its valuation as it aims to go public, while facing widespread skepticism over its business model and corporate governance. We dove deep on WeWork's IPO back in August, during which the so-dubbed Space as a Service claimed to be of tech company status, back-to-back with Peloton's S1 filing, calling into question what it means to be considered tech. Ben Thompson at Stratechery wrote a superbly insightful piece on the matter, which we'll link to in both the email and blog- Post for this episode. Of course, the article says, it is fair to ask what isn't a tech company? Surely that is the endpoint of software eating the world. I think, though, to classify a company as a tech company because it utilizes software is just as unhelpful today as it would have been decades ago. Technology is best understood with qualifiers, the article points out. And one of the most useful sets comes from Clayton Christensen and the innovator's dilemma, stating: most new technologies foster improved product performance. I call these sustaining technologies. Some sustaining technologies can be discontinuous or radical in character, while others are of incremental nature. What all sustaining technologies have in common is that they improve the performance of established products, along the dimensions of performance that mainstream customers in major markets have historically valued. Most technological advances in a given industry are sustaining in character. Disruptive technologies bring to a market a very different value proposition than had been available previously. Generally, disruptive technologies underperform established products in mainstream markets, But they have other features that a few fringe and generally new customers value. Products based on disruptive technologies are typically cheaper, simpler, smaller, and frequently more convenient to use. Now it's up to you. What's your take
1: on the great tech debate? That's a wrap on your subscription news for September 6th. We'll have more recurring revenue news for you here next week. And now we take a look at Profitwell's Recur Network.
2: Truth is a tricky subject for people. We tend to think that truth is obvious, but in reality, truth is finicky, truth is rarely black and white, in a world of increasing noise, truth just takes volumes of effort to uncover. And at ProfitWell, we think it's time to take truth to the next level. The truth of what it takes to uncover product market fit. Kanye West does not have product market fit. No, it's 19%. There's such a community aspect to music, and Fender is in a perfect position to take advantage of this. The truth to understand why customers churn. 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 Churn Churn is a fact of life. The truth of what willingness to pay actually looks like. I'm a big believer in what they're doing, 10.0. Here is absolutely insane. The truth from subscription operators in the trenches.
0: Protecting the Hustle is about believing that you can do something.
2: And finding truth where others aren't looking. But truth isn't a destination. Truth is a journey to the center of the subscription universe, and that's a journey that we've been on since we started ProfitWell, and it's a journey that we are continuing. We're in the fall of 2019, we are launching the first media network dedicated entirely to the subscription economy. We have a dozen shows and counting, over 70 petabytes of data studied, and a group of the hardest working journalists, data analysts, and truth seekers in the subscription world all dedicated to helping you be the best subscription leader you can be. Profit Well Recur, subscription true.
3: I don't think you can build a company with amazing engineers and not have a few skeptics in there. So one of the things I really like about HubSpot is I actually very much welcome our culture skeptics. And in fact, some of the best people we've hired in our organization, particularly senior hires, are skeptics by nature. They're very much, I want to make sure that what you're promising, what you deliver, I want to ask you hard questions in the interview process. Some of those people have been our best culture ads. Where I think there's a big difference is between skeptics and cynics. So you can see in a room, if there are people that ever go, Katie, I actually don't think we're doing this the right way. Let's talk about how we might apply something different. Or my experience at Google was really different, I want to talk to you about why I think we're falling short. That to me is a wonderful conversation and those people help our company get better. And by the way, if we're gonna achieve our goals on diversity and inclusion, we have to be open to people who think differently, who have different perspectives. However, there's a huge difference between someone who says, I'm not so sure, and someone who says, I'm sure and I'm not into this. And so one of the things I always advise founders to do is make sure you're really clear about ways that skeptics can engage in your culture, and also really clear that people who are cynical, some people just need a little adjustment, right? Some people just need a, hey, Patrick, you've been with the company a while, let's just talk about how we reframe your attitude and get you pumped about the future, because we're really excited about your future here. If that doesn't work, I think it's time sometimes for people like that to go, because if you don't believe the best days of the company are ahead of you, the chances that you're going to be an amazing leader and building great things that your customers love are pretty small. There are some wonderful people at HubSpot right now who, after we IPO'd, said explicitly, it's really, it's harder to get things done around here than it used to be. I think that frustration is not just fair, but thank you for giving that feedback. And so there are times when those people, you could see their body language for two or three months. It was a little like, where do I fit? How do I reinvent myself as a leader? How do I think about what I want vis-a-vis HubSpot's goals? That to me, we owe them feedback and support to get through that challenging time. I view that as fundamentally different than people who have spent three years of their career tenure as cynics.
0: And there you have it, your September 6th episode of Recur Now. Check back here Monday where we do it all again. And if anyone you know wants in the know, send them to RecurNow.com.